Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey. Or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Hello, this is uh, Trent Frederick here. And uh, you're listening here. Uh, the boys are missing curfew. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! You laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. The lads. Fella. Fella Friday. Look at Fella Friday. Fella New Year's. Look at that tarp. Nice tarp. How soft is that tarp? It's uh, buttery, as they say. Buttery. And um, I had a good comment from one of our buddies, Joe DeMarco. I sent him, Ooh, sent him some swag. That doesn't happen very often. He said, uh, I said, how do you like the tees? He said, they're nice and soft. I said, yeah, I mean, the up dog take pride in that. And then I said, what do you think about the hats? He said, hats are great. Reminds me of the old school bear flag hats. I said, fellow, that's exactly what we were going for. And his response was, if that's what you're going for, then you, <laughs> then you pulled it off. I'm like... Well, I'm glad you like the fucking stuff, Joe. There was no better hat back in the day than the bear flag hat. No. Mac L would oh. come in for Memorial Day weekend. He'd go right to bear flag, get a hat. All the boys from New York would. Um, they used to sell out all the time. Matt and the pokey would sell out. <laughs> but we ain't selling out at Sauce Hawk. Yeah, so it looks good on your fellow. I'm glad you got your package. I was tracking it for you. Your text was hilarious to me. You're like, you just got back from New York, and you're like, oh, wow. Did you send me that stuff? And I like literally just sent you the tracking number, and I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? Like, I think I said something. Yeah, it was in one of the boxes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of boxes. I, was, like, I got a lot of boxes here. You just sent me this stuff. I'm like, you're, uh, you're a beauty. Up. You know what, though? Uh, it's, it's the time of year around the holidays. There's just boxes everywhere. That's true. Yeah, and especially when you live with a girl like Christina. She just orders boxes and boxes and boxes. Yeah, by the way, I, uh, every day I come home to me, to, to, there's something at my door. Yeah. I didn't even order it. <laughs> I didn't even order it. But thanks, bud. Nice yeah. Um, happy New Year's, buddy. I can't believe this is going to be our last show for... Uh, for 2003 2003 2023 <laughs> feels like 2003 today you know what um what a year great year a lot of things happen you know? yeah we got uh happy to be part of the draft king family on dkn network now um you know it was a great playoff last year some ups and downs uh took it on the chin the first round boston Bruins, you know blues and your seattle kraken I, I was in a big hole Start the playoffs, but peaks and valleys. Peaks, peaks and, valleys, and valleys, as Rob Niedermeyer told me. So. A lot of a lot of great, successful fellow tours with you. Oh yeah, many uh, more to come with the New Year. It fellow. was it was our fortieth birthdays this year. Great trip, right? Yeah, 
Your 40th birthday was uh, interesting. We tried we tried to plan a few things, but it got we we figured it out. We got it done. Ours, yeah, we crushed it. We crushed it. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a great year. Well, what's your are you a big New Year's guy? Like some some people say it, it's amateur hour, right? Because you will get these people that come out that aren't used to partying. But what's your feeling on it? My feeling is I'm I'm not dusting off my credit card this year. Uh, I'm I'm saying I'm I'm going to be able to say no, you know. I'm gonna say, you know what, guys? If if this is what you want to do, go for it. I'm I'm chilling. I'm sitting on the sidelines. I don't. I'm gonna believe... celebrate New Year's from my couch. You think so? I'm gonna try. I I, I love you. I'm gonna take that. I'll take that bet. How much? I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, the ball <laughs> of cave is not only. I'm gonna say that so there's much. no way you're in your house when that. Clock yeah, I'm gonna be in a dive bar. Yeah. What do you think about in Aspen? Where's the dive bar in Aspen? Uh, well, there used to be uh, Eric's. That's no longer there. Um, we have Zane's. Zane's a good sports bar. Good sport. Good good cheesesteak there. You could bring in the New Year's at Zane's. Yeah, like I'm like a guys. Oh, or there's an uh, there's an underground bar. Uh, Hooch. It's like the Ants. No, not Hooch. That's more of like cool cool little lounge. We were there not too long ago. But uh, no, it's a different one. It's called like a something street brewery or something. Okay, and it's so got you got a good little like you know underground winter feel in there you're not going to do the the twenty thousand dollar table at st regis or something like no that. it's like why guys why it stings it stings i'm looking forward to new year's day i'm just hanging out in newport with mac miller i'm looking forward to to new year's day on that couch winter classic rose bowl sugar bowl door dash yeah bring it on baby <laughs> bring it on in that order up dog so well, why not uh you know you're gonna oh by the way Look at this great new thing. It's Lucille's Kitchen here. They they make dinners every day. If you order by three, what? If you order by three p.m., delivered to your door, no like seventy five dollar meals, and it's like salad, cookies, and like either like a chicken piccata, <laughs> salad, cookies, cookies, chicken piccata, like and a rice or like a pasta. Fella, send this to me. It's insane. I and all it. home cooked, organic food, like home cooked meal comes hot. This is a single guy's dream. Oh. Where was this in the NHL? No, no idea. No idea. You know what? I'd be like, no, nah, I don't think I have that many regrets. But one thing I wish I would have done when I played is hired a chef. I should have had a chef that was there, preferably, preferably a beautiful woman maybe that did it for me. But just like, I should have had my meals taken care of, right? I should have yeah. had that. That's something looking back. I you could have done that. Yeah. So here, we're going to shout out to this girl here right now. I haven't met her, but the food's insane. It's Lucy's Wholesome Kitchen. Wholesome. Awesome. I see how she did it there. Yeah, lucyswholesomekitchen.com. We're gonna we're gonna put a little ad out there for. Her. That's a free ad read. I think so. That's, that's if anyone's in the Newport area, hey, that's a free and ad you're read. Looking for some fresh grub what, right what, there. What's it called, Lucy's? It's called Lucy's Wholesome Kitchen. I would say Lucy, if you're listening, the Updog deserves a week of free meals after that ad read. For I mean, it's nice meal. If, oh, by the way, you feed my kids, you feed my wife. It's great. Happy wife, happy life. That's exactly it. Uh, Updog, happy New Year's, buddy. Um, it's been an unbelievable year. I'm looking forward to the next one here with you. I'm missing curfew to Hall Pass. Hey, we got a we got a throwback today, Trent Frederick. A, a throwback in the way he plays, and just I, I I see this kid. He's he's wise amongst his years. I love this kid. Yeah, I love kid. this kid. Uh, I love his game. Um, you know how we feel about Matty Kachuk, Brady Kachuk, Walt Kachuk, Clayton Keller. Throw this guy in as as a St. Louis beauty. I, I reached out to him about a month ago and said, Hey, kid, I love your game. Um, and he texted me back, hey, I love what you and Updog are doing. I said, I'd love to have you on. Uh, so looking forward to this one. Uh, obviously, the Boston Bruins, again, are rolling. Rolling. People 
You know, I think I picked him to be a wild card team. A lot of people picked him to miss the playoffs. They continue to roll on without Bergeron. They're doing their thing. Pass is looking sick. But up dog, this kid's our type of guy, so I'm looking forward to this. Um, I never got around to it, but Shaddy, my boy Shaddy, says this kid's a great guy. And sure. I enjoy talking to him. I didn't get a chance. You know, I, I want to ask him. Is Shaddy, is Shaddy in control of the of the tunes? For sure. Give Shaddy control of the iPod. Got him. Shaddy lives for that. Loves it. I actually reached out to Shaddy a couple days ago and said that I know you're busy snapping around the National League, but in the new year, I need I need you for 20 minutes on missing curfew to talk about the trade heard around the world. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a trade heard around the world, Shaddy. So, uh, up dog, looking forward to this one. This guy's an absolute beauty. Trent, Frederick. That's right. Coming at you, Freddie. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, up dog, we've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister, they want it at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers with ice-cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister US, White Plains, New York. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew, Up Dog. I call this guy a fucking die and breed fella. <laughs> yeah, there's you do. not enough of these guys uh, around in the league. Uh, a good St. Louis boy, friends of, of the Kachuk family. So I've been dying to get this guy on. I'm excited to have him here. Good looking lad. Uh, Trent, Frederick, thanks for coming in, my man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, so we, we caught you just after a little a little nap, fella. We got we got a, we got a t shirt at Mr. Curfew. <laughs> I used to say that rest is a weapon. So. Um, nice little off day for you today. Uh, yeah, good off day. Um, hung out with Reamer, uh, JVR, and did a little sauna and got a little pool at his uh, apartment complex, and then that that got me to uh, hit the snooze button after. Hey, yeah, <laughs> well, we can start right there. So you got a, a couple of vets coming into the squad, teaching you the ropes. Is is this little spa like treat the body? Uh, you know, to, to, what is it? What did you used to say? I used to say, take uh, care of the body, body, stretch the career. There you go. Luke Richardson told me yeah. that. Yeah, and I feel like JVR is kind of JVR's probably got kind of got the same, you know, that same model. He's a veteran. He's a veteran guy. But, so what's that been like? Yeah. He, is he a guy you've been looking up to? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's he's a really nice guy. He's all dialed in with, um, you know, if that's a video coach or um, I think he's always got appointments, uh, kind of working on his body and. I don't know. It seems like he's going to, if he keeps doing this, he's going to be stretching his career the way he does it. So he's always got uh, body work people and uh, it, it, the place he, he lives at, he's got a nice little setup. So he just invited me over and it was nice. I feel like he's, he's the guy at the end of practice that's always just tipping pucks, right? Is he just like, hey, you know, Lindholm or Matt, come down, shoot some pucks at me, boys. I want to tip him. 
Yeah, Shaddy, uh, the 1989 crew, uh, he, he shoots them for me. And I don't think Reaver misses too many, so he does do that. Hey, uh, what, and what, you can obviously see it. What kind of hat you got there? That's not, is that a, is that a Rock Creek hat or what kind of hat is that? <laughs> no, this is a, this is a free Bauer Nike Elite, oh. um, uh, Federer hat. Oh, really it is. Head too well, but oh, it looks good. Nice, I, comfy. What's that golf course the boys have big pay to? Canyon go up to it. Rock Creek is it called where the where the boys brought the cup out? Yeah, Foley's place. Foley's right? place. The similar. It's kind of similar to that. I it's a, it, did you, is that a Roger Federer yeah. hat? You said. Uh yeah, Federer. Are you a big tennis low, guy? Low. I see like you know, loves, just, dog loves I'm tennis. a tennis guy, man. I, I mean, Roger Federer for you know, unfortunately we don't get to watch him anymore. But it was it was absolutely like TV watching him and you know Nadal and Djokovic go at it. Are you a tennis guy? Have you ever seen like those guys play live tennis before? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I got into pickleball. This is my pickleball hat. Yeah, I was uh, just going to ask you that. And I'm starting to think this might actually be Rafa's. Uh, it is Rafa's. Not, it is Rafa's. It yeah, is. it was Rafa's. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm not a tennis guy, but I got into pickleball the last couple summers, and um, that's kind of, I don't know, I wear it then. <laughs> yeah, I play pickleball every Monday with my boys at my country club. It's a great game. Do yeah. you play in the off season? I mean, it's a pretty yeah. good little workout once you get moving too. Yeah, it's good. I mean, especially one on one, can get pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I play like I feel like it's just like in St. Louis, it's like the new like in, and you can kind of play with anyone, right? Like my parents, my mom is pretty yeah. good. Uh, sometimes you get caught with their friends. Uh, <laughs> just however, I'm in anyone's match. Uh, the Wyman brothers from St. Louis, I uh, love playing pickleball, so they're always trying to get me up there. But it's it's good. They say that Gart uh, Minshew, the, the quarterback for the Colts, he lives in his, he lives in his band in the summertime, eh? In, the, in Florida, and I guess he just rolls it up to the pickleball court, plays pickleball with all these all these cougs, and then tries to, tries to take the ball, rolls his windows down, puts the music up. Yeah, he's like, hey, girls, you need a, you need a fourth there. Let me yeah. jump in. You need some air conditioning after that. I'll tell you what, that's the difference between a national leaguer and, and a washed up uh, podcast guy because playing singles pickleball. Uh, I couldn't do it, Freddie. I just couldn't do it. I, I got to play doubles, but I got to imagine <laughs> if you're playing singles, you got to be burning some calories. You got to get, get humming pretty good. Yeah, singles is good. You can also play in a, in a way where you can go like cross. And yeah, yeah. Each point you switch, but um, Alex Weidman, which is uh, he used to play hockey in my of Ohio, and then Chris is his brother in Montreal. He loves playing me one on one. Rarely beats me, but I got the longer <laughs> reach on him. Chris, I, I love Chris Weidman. I, I play with him a little bit. Um, w what a great player he was, right? Like, and good St. Louis kid. And let's just start there. The, the St. Louis kids you grew up with, you had Clayton Keller, you had the Chuck brothers. Did this start all the way back in like Pee Wee when you had Big Walt as a coach at the uh, Pee Wee Quebec tournament? Or, or how did you guys just start rolling together? Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, talk about the Pee Quebec tournament. We had that John Winsick. I don't know if you guys remember. He, he's the one who T stopped. Uh, he stopped and challenged the bench. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it was, uh, but we just, we've been doing the, uh, it's our hundredth year here at the Bruins and they had their like era come in. And uh, he actually coached me at Pee Wee Quebec, which is kind of wild. And he watches our games and he lives in St. Louis. So it's cool to see him uh, this weekend. Um, I had to get in a fight for him too. He was there. Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, Mr. Chuck and then also Jeff Brown, which is Logan Brown's dad. Um, Played for the Blues. He helped a lot. They both were my coaches growing up. I was kind of fortunate in all sports. I had really good coaches. And um, I mean, we had other guys too. Um, Luke Cunning was in that. He was a year above me. But uh, Luke Cunning, 
Um, like you mentioned, Kells, Logan Brown, uh, Joseph Wool was our goalie, who's in who's in uh, Toronto right now. He's doing really well. And we had a bunch of other kids. I think our whole team pretty much. I mean, there's some photos. It's like everyone went either D1 or major junior or, or high draft pick. So it's, it's pretty wild to see, and it's it's all from the coaching. If you if you look at it. obviously there's some talented kids, but uh, Jeff Brown was coaching us from age like eight to uh, maybe even younger, and it, it's there's kind of a it's not a coincidence, but it's pretty cool. Hey, Freddie, just, just talk about growing up in the Lou, and it's a great sports town. The Updog played there. A lot of guys that play there retire there. they got a great alumni program. But just talk about, because, listen, we love the Kachucks. We love Clayton Keller. You know, this is the first time we've gotten to talk to you, but we love your game. Like, well, what is it about growing up in St. Louis that, that breeds, I guess, good character guys? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's just all sports. Like, the people love to stay there. Um, why that is, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's more affordable than some other places to live in the world. And yeah. I think there's just tight knit community. I know the alumni group in St. Louis is, is very big for like the Blues. Um, but yeah, like I think people just like raising a family there. It seems like there's good schools. I don't know how. Look at all my friends. I don't know if that really makes sense. But <laughs> apparently, there's good schools. And, uh, I don't know. It's it's people like living there. I feel like the people are 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 pretty nice there. Um, but I'm not gonna say anything about Boston. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you get less honking on the roads, and it's just a simple way of life. I think people like that. Would you say it's because you know, and you and you mentioned all the like the alumni around. Like when you guys were younger, and you're going to these games, and like you know, you having guys like Kelly Chase around and Tony Twist, and all. But it was it was it maybe that the fact that these Couple NHL sticks there, right? yeah, that <laughs> that these NHL legends would come watch you guys play just your average Wednesday night games, just because all you guys were there and 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 it was in their backyard. Like I know you said coaching, but do you think it was just the presence of having all these guys around that made you guys just click at such a higher level? Yeah, I mean, uh, like even. Uh, Al McKinnis was a, was a coach for his son, who was the '96 birth year. I was '98, and then you had, like you said, Kelly Chase was all. They were all very involved. He was the year below me, and uh, you know the list goes on and on. I know like Derek Jackman's helping out now. I mean, it's just it, it kind of yeah. is just like a blow down thing. And like I said, I think now in the past I don't really know how the setup was, but they had a pretty good alumni locker room. So I think it's another way to hang out with their buddies as they coach their kids, and I think they really enjoy it. And uh, I don't really know. I'm I'm not really at that point in my life, but it seems like uh, seems like, and they're just like, all those guys are just really nice guys. That, um, like growing up, I didn't really think much of it. I just thought that was normal. And now, kind of looking back, it's it's, it's uh, yeah. pretty cool to be like I'm golfing with um, you know uh, Al McKinnis. Like I saw him hit his first home one. Like that stuff that you don't really realize at a young age, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking about hanging out with your buddies, I, I can't ask you about St. Louis without this bar, o Obi Clark's. I've heard a lot about it. I've never been. Yeah. Um, when you go back in the summer, is, is that where you like to hang out with the boys after a skate or something, after a golf round? Or what? Tell me about Obi Clark's. I, I got to get to this place, Freddie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, one of the Obi Clark's uh, son just backed up for the. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. See I thought that. he was gonna wear the Obi's hat for sure on the bench, <laughs> and maybe the NHL didn't let him, but. Uh, he played my brother growing up, so we've known them for a, for a long time. Uh, and the, the family's a great family. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about it. People love going there. My dad and all of his buddies uh, used to go up there on Sundays, so I would go there and play that golden tee at a young age. And I think my dad have some beers with his buddies and <laughs> hang out. And, uh, one of his friends has kind of got his name. He's got his own corner there, Bubba's Corner. So he would <laughs> hang out there on Sundays. And I don't know. I grew up. Uh, 
I've ate a lot of that pizza growing up. I don't know how good it is for you, but uh, it's, it tastes good. I, I think oh, yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be like Obi Clark's honorary. I gotta get there, like honorary yeah. guy that just <laughs> hasn't been there. And I didn't know the guy's last name was O'Brien who owned it till Freddie till that till his son came out in the E Bug uniform. I'm like, holy yeah, fuck, Joey. his last name's O'Brien too. I gotta get to this establishment. But yeah, hey Freddie, I want to ask you about your yeah, golf game real quick. Uh, you got the nice golf tee on there. Are you a stick? How much do you play in the off season? Or do you like to tee it up with the lads? Uh, yeah, I do. Um... It's been hard uh, the last couple of summers. Uh, the only thing I'll, I'll rag on St. Louis is not great public courses, so you got to mooch around and uh, and uh, <laughs> try to get some nice private courses. I recently joined a place, so I'll be playing more. But I think my index, I got, I played a lot this summer. Um, I, I was a seven index, and I've got down to a four or something right now. So hey. I got the putting rug in my in my room, so I, I like it. It's a, it's a fun sport. America's best guest. When you, so know, you don't got, have the, when you don't have the membership, yeah. you just gotta t- just have some buddies that have the nice memberships. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just I just got one, so I'm probably on the hook for for uh, expensive summer of guest fees here. Where'd you join? Uh, it's Bell Reef Country Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, maybe. of course. Yeah, National so, League. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, they they said that. There's not many athletes there, so I, I gotta have my best uh, my hat on forward, tucked in, and, and uh, see if we can get some other guys in. I'll try to lead by example, and then we'll see. Up, he still gets his shit for turning his hat around at our club. Like you know, I just on the yeah. back nine one day, I'm like, up, up the like a pro will come by, like up, he turn your hat around. Well, when I'm yeah. feeling it, I just flip it around. Eh? If I if I start yeah. if I start playing well, I'm like, yeah, this is when I get to do whatever I want out here. That that course is sick yeah. though. I just remember, remember Tiger in the PGA Championship when he was trying to chase yeah. down Kepka. Like that place was going. Were you? Did you go to that by chance? Were you at that? That summer? I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the same course. That's kind of when Tiger revamped himself or kind of came back there. Uh, I guess that's kind of when Kepka got big too. I believe. Yeah, I just but, yeah. The, the people, the fans of St. Louis. It was such a great atmosphere. Tigers making a charge. Everyone's just yeah. pinned, cheering. It was it was a great great tournament. Well, one last thing on St. Louis while we're at it. You're drafted obviously by the Bruins in in 2016. They end up playing together in the final 2018. What was that experience like for you? Did you get to go to any games? You're, you know, you're an organization, you're a piece of the organization in Boston, but you're a St. Louis kid growing up watching them, you know, in the finals competing for their first Stanley Cup. You know, bring me back to that experience for you. Yeah, um, I I played about 15 games that year, so I wasn't. I knew a good amount of the guys. Um, you know, I knew them a lot better. I didn't really know too many guys on the Blues. Um, but I was black AC and I was in Providence, uh, for majority of the time. And then I think I got called up for like a couple of practices, uh, maybe a couple of bag skates when yeah. someone would get hurt or something, <laughs> but I was, I was doing the black ace deal. And so I, we watched all the games and then, uh, when it, when we, like we traveled to St. Louis and stuff, we'd actually, uh, all the black aces play volleyball in uh, Clayton Shaw park cause they wouldn't have extra ice for us. <laughs> so uh, we were doing that, but yeah, it was really weird. I mean, it was weird for me because, you know, people thought I was on the Bruins. I mean, I was on the Bruins, but, like, I wasn't really playing. And uh, so it was, they were, like, asking to media with me, and they're like, he's not even a player. Like, <laughs> you know, he's not, like, a, an active player. But, yeah, it was definitely weird. It, it stunk to see that. And I remember I got home the same day as a parade, and I went out to my buddy's farm. I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to see any of this. But yeah. it's pretty unfortunate because I was a Blues fan, you know, my whole life. And, um you know, always rooted for them. So it was, it was kind of weird uh, to a little bittersweet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when I get on the other team, sure. so. Yeah, totally. 
Speaking of, speaking of growing up a Blues fan, I'm just curious, like who, who are your, some of your favorite guys growing up that, that you kind of wanted to play like or, or did your game around? But who did you look up to growing up in St. Louis and what players? Uh, so uh, David Backus was, was the guy uh, I tried to play like. I was kind of a center growing up. Um, so he's a little bit of a bigger kid. Um, so I kind of looked up to him. He was kind of the man in St. Louis for me growing up. I actually got to meet him uh, a few times because he was at the Kachuk's house of the Kachuk's house. So he played shinny hockey and he always seemed like a nice guy to me. And I was actually lucky enough to, to play with him in Boston my first uh, 15 games. But yeah, I always looked up to him. Uh, obviously, Mr. Kachuk. Um, but yeah. Uh, Big you know, Walt. I actually really liked Manny Legacy too. I was a goalie for a bit. I don't know if you remember him. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I wore thirty four at some points in my life because Manny Legacy. Now awesome Matthew version, so can't wear that number. But... <laughs> uh, how big of a beauty is is Big Walt? I got lucky enough last year at the All Star Game. I, I Maddie Chucky invited me over for dinner, and I I just sat there and listened to Walt for for hours. He was just crushing beers, smoking cigars. I mean, the guy's just a legend, huh? <laughs> Yeah, he is. We had a, uh, I mean, growing up, it's funny now transitioning, like the life, you know, it's the changes since knowing him since I was really young. Like this year, I got to play in a member guest with my dad, and uh, Big Walt belongs there. So we got to hang out. He was doing the same thing, stogies, fresh and beers, and we ended up finishing at OB's, and it, was, it ended up being one of the more fun nights of the summer, which is, uh, you know, he's telling stories and just being a funny guy. So. He's a beauty. He's a beauty. He's like, I remember he go, He turned to Matty. He goes, did, did Brady leave? He's like, yeah, he left it about a half hour ago, Dad. He's like, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. And then Freddie, yeah, last, last year. He's funny. He's got some lines. Oh, he's a, last year in the finals, we did these things for DraftKings where we did same game parlays. And we up dog. We, we, we picked Vegas in the game and this and that. So we're, we're leaving the elevator to go back. And we just hear, fellas. And it's Big Walt coming down the elevator. He's like, have a, he goes, have a little fucking faith, would you? And we're like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, just, we're just doing it for, you know, we're pulling for the, we don't know who to cheer for, but he's, he's such a beauty, man. We're homers, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. And then, and then awesome. we got to spend some time with him at the All-Star game. Uh, they got this cool thing called the Panthers Lounge in Florida where they make these, like, yeah. nice, smoky old fashions. And I just got my old fashioned. He walked in, and I, I just handed it to him. He's like, you should, I'm like, here, <laughs> just, just take this, you legend. I'll wait for my next one. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's all time. Freddie, I want to ask you about the the U.S. national program. Like we said, we've gotten close with the Kachucks and Kells and building a relationship with you. But we, we joke as Canadian guys that, you know, whenever this best on best does happen, we're a little concerned for Team Canada. We, we hope they're doing the same bonding as Team <laughs> USA is doing. But how important was that for your development and, and getting to spend time with these guys? Yeah, it is. I actually I listen to your uh, your guys' podcast with Brady, and I know you guys. I think you guys maybe went over that. Uh, but yeah, I mean the program is uh, came a long way. Um, I obviously loved going in there. All like all my best friends, we do a golf trip every year. For, uh, from the guys in the program, there's eight of us that go every summer and kind of catch up, and uh, you know just play golf. This year we went a little long, but. Uh, so it, it, the the memories that were made there, the the funny stuff that they they do that to build like the team bonding stuff, even at the program, is funny stuff to look back on and laugh. And um, I don't really know. I'm a little bit more removed since they've kind of moved into this new rink and stuff. We were kind of in between. I was in between Ann Arbor, uh, the Cube, and now their new like USA Hockey Arena. But it seems like they just keep evolving and evolving. It seems like the kids just 
every year there's like I don't know how many first round draft picks. It's just it's, yeah, it's yeah, nice. US yeah. hockey is is uh I, it's really started to take off. It's cool. I don't I don't think I'll be on these Olympic teams, especially at the rate they're they're shooting these kids out. But it's, it's pretty fun to watch. Ah, you never know, fella. You know, they always need glue guys. <laughs> yeah, totally, need yeah, guys, buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah, you're right. And when when push comes to shove, you do need a little. Bought yeah. muscle when you play Canada, yeah. when you play Russia. You push them around school. a little bit. Let, let me ask you this. Are you, are you shocked at at what the Hughes brothers have done so early in their career? Like just the, you know, the chemistry they've had and, and just how, you know, much they've kind of pushed each other within like a group of three brothers to, to bring their game to where it's at. Are, are you shocked? Did you know that they could get to that capability? Uh, not, not really. I, Quinn was a year younger than me. So I, uh, at the program, uh, I was a U18, he was a U17, and I, we we didn't get to watch many of their games, so I went to a couple of their games, and every time, like, I think he had, like, four goals the one game I, I went to. Obviously, he wasn't doing that every night, but I was like, this kid's unbelievable. This is, like, before, you know, you know, anyone knew knew who he really was exactly, so it's not surprising. They all skate the same. Uh, we had the brothers in overtime a couple nights ago, and the, the youngest one throws a backhand sauce to his brother, like, you know, heads head high to Lance Ryan's tape, and I was like, "Jeez!" I mean, it's just that, that takes confidence, takes skill, it takes everything, and it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, that was like the Sedins back in the day in Vancouver. Like they would just like no look, backhand sauce right on Hank's tape. I'm like, "Yeah, how, how'd you do that?" Like, you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. I, I must have the wrong curve or something. It's kind of, he must have a different stick. Or something. Hey, Freddie, I want to ask you about your time at Wisconsin. Uh, first of all, I've heard Madison's a nice little town yeah. when it comes to. I did a Halloween there. The you did? Yeah, when I was playing. Of course you did. Of course you We all snuck up there. You guys throw a killer Halloween bash. At least you used to. Yeah. Like yeah, the whole street yeah. shuts down, and it's just a. It's so what? You just jump in the bus and get up there? Or how, why'd you uh, no, there? we we took a. I think we took my Denali back in the day. How, how far Got is that? Hotel from? I think it's a two-hour rip. Okay. How far is Milwaukee from Wisconsin? Do you know? A couple yeah, hours? it's a couple probably. Hours. Uh, it's probably a little shy of two hours. Yeah. yeah. Just just enough to get a good glow on when you get up there. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, we're here, boys. Let's go. Um, what, what was it like playing there? And and just. That, uh, you know, we were, we're both CHL guys, but, like, I'm always yeah. jealous of the college guys a little bit because I think it would have been a cool, you know, situation to be in. Yeah. I mean, college is, um, uh, you know, I, I this sounds bad, but I probably went to school. I went to school for college. I didn't go to school for the school. You know, like, <laughs> I wanted to experience that life and, and play hockey and also try to get my education was obviously part of it. But when I picked Madison it just or Wisconsin, it just felt like, uh, they had everything they had, you know, they had some, you could have fun at night, uh, during the day. It was a good, like uh, school all around for football, uh, other sports, hockey it was, the facilities were amazing. And, uh, at the time when I, I committed there, they were like one or two in the country. And then, uh, I went to the program, they won four games and then they won eight games. So I was like going in like, Oh, and then Tony Granado ended up getting the coaching job. And I actually sat next to him in, in Ann Arbor watching the U-17. That same game I watched Quinn Hughes score like four goals or whatever. And I, I didn't really know much who he was. She had me sit next to him, and he was one of the nicest guys I ever talked to. And so I found out that that was the same guy that was going to be my coach. I was like, I'm, I'm all in to go there. And uh, it was probably the, you know, probably the best two years of my life. It was, it was a lot of fun. I got to ask you because, you know, when you went to, you know, U.S. National Program, then you went to college. Like, wh when did you start realizing – a that you wanted to fight, 
and B, that you were good at it and that you enjoyed it. Like, how, how did that get into your game? Because I, I respect that so much about you. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, me and my brother, uh, we, we got in a good amount of fights. We have a little, like, um, uh, a little roller hockey basement that uh, we used to probably get in a fight, like, to the point <laughs> uh, where my mom bought us boxing gloves and, and uh, like, the helmet and the tap-out mouth guard. And it got to be a little extreme. But um, <laughs> my first fight was in the AHL, and I just kind of did it. And then all of a sudden uh, – I'd get mad and kind of fight another guy. And then before you know it, you are stacking up fights. And yeah, um, that is, I have a couple yeah. of funny stories there, but, um, but yeah, it's, um, that's kind of how I guess me and my, it probably started from me and my brother fighting. And like you said, I've never fought, um, all the way until my first, I don't know, like my third or fourth game pro. So. Yeah, you were. I just want to say this. You remind me a lot of Mike Richards when you play. The way he he plays in all situations, and then like at any point, if a guy looks at him the wrong way and he's pissed off, he's gonna he's gonna fight him and beat yeah. him up. Ask yeah. questions later. Yeah. yeah, no, and it's it's such a great way yeah. to play this game. So yeah, like Obe says, don't ever change, man. It's so yeah. it's and, so powerful. And yeah. you're right about just just that's how you learn how to fight. You you played with Garrett Hathaway, right? Was Hath with you last year? Or? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Hath, yeah, he was. I was back down in the jungle near the end of my career at Calgary put me back at waivers and, and Hathaway came up from, he went to Brown, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Hey man. Uh, yeah. I went to Brown. Brown. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Hey man, I, oh, I, I, I want to fight. Like, you know, what's my, what's your, I, I go, listen, bro, I'll show you a few things, but there's only one way to do it, bro. You just get in there and you start chucking and you're, and that's how you learn. So his first fight, yeah. he drops one of his gloves. He only drops one of his gloves <laughs> and he just fucking just takes three or four of the beak and he comes back to the, I'm like, yeah, that's how you learn, fella. But listen, dr drop your second glove, though. Drop your second glove next time, and and look at him now, right? Yeah. He's he's killing it. He's he's yeah. an effective player, and and that's how you learn how to chuck him. It's yeah. not fun at times, but you you seem to, yeah. you seem to enjoy it. Like when I see you fight, it's almost like you're looking forward to it. You're like, bring it on. And and I had that at a young age, as I started making yeah. some money and thought I was a better player than I probably was. I was like, fuck off, I don't want to do it. But you seem to enjoy it, fella. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you. I mean. Um... Obviously, it's not, you know, putting your gloves on the next day sometimes isn't that enjoyable. And uh, sometimes if someone hits you pretty good, it's that's not obviously the, the fun part. <laughs> of it. But a lot of times if you're having a tough game or, or you don't have your legs or something, uh, getting that fight in you, getting that adrenaline can kind of go a long way. As weird as that sounds, it's like uh, oh, for five minutes yeah. and, and, and you kind of, you're like a new person. All of a sudden you have legs and, sometimes it's nice to you know when you get that jump in you and um it's also fun i mean not everyone gets to just fight people yeah just go sit for five minutes in, in life and it's a good way to just get some frustration out and my teammates really like it um when when someone you know steps up they always you know appreciate in that feeling when you come in the locker room and they give you the pat on the shin pads and say good job and it goes a long way so. no no enjoy it because when you're done you can't do it anymore yeah. and like when it starts yeah. you know, when you start this is way down the road for you but then you start doing other business stuff you're like i, I love just to fight somebody right now like, i'd love yeah, just to grab yeah. this guy and beat the bag off him and instead of like you know having to talk about it this and that but hey isn't it crazy yeah. freddie sometimes we're like you get in a fight and you sit in there. You're like, oh, I got five minutes. And then before you know it, you're like, the guys open the door. You're like, what? Uh, I need a yeah, couple yeah. more minutes here, buddy. I'm not quite done yet. Yeah, especially if you go on like a long one. If yeah. you're on a long one, you're like, oh, wait, I'm still catching my breath. Yeah, yeah, I'm not quite done here yet, fella. Close that door. Hey, yeah. Fred. Hey, yeah. Freddie. Not not just your teammates enjoy uh, enjoy what you're able to do when you have the gloves off. Uh, this video broke the internet 
in your first ever game. You fought Tanev. Your old man got up and was just uh, yeah. going buck, did he? <laughs> is he a, is he a guy? Does he does he like you tussling? Does he like the way you play? And and did he play like that back in the day? Um, no, I uh, never played hockey. <laughs> no. um, okay, but um, yeah, he they like my, both my parents like it. Uh, my mom just says. Uh, if you win, it's all fun and games. Yeah, Obviously, that's sometimes I get beat up. when I get beat up, she she doesn't like it, but she she grew, like you know, me and my brother fought it fought a lot. I don't think anyone's beat me up as good as my brother did growing up. So I think she's kind of uh, figured that out and she's okay with it. And uh, I think generally they do enjoy it. I don't know if that <laughs> sounds crazy or not, but no. uh, you know, I you know when they're at the game, they they like it so. Yeah, it's always my mom, right? My mom was always like, if you're going to fight, make sure you win. I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm going to work on that, mom. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> How I, remember, trying? I fought Bugart. Yeah. He, 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 he need Chris Kunitz right in front of me my rookie year, and Brian Burke was our GM, and I knew if I didn't grab Boogie that, that A, I might have got sent down, and, or B, Burke, he was going <laughs> to let me have it. So I grabbed this. <laughs> God rest his soul. I grabbed the big Boogie, man, and, and I can't even do anything, right? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to banana peel him, Freddie, and I can't even banana peel him, <laughs> and, and he is fucking labeling me. So I called my mom after the game, and she's like, Shane, I was scared for your life there. I'm like, Mom, that makes two of us. That makes two of us. She's like, don't fight that guy ever again. I'm like, I don't plan on it, Mom. I really don't. So, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, I don't think she's ever gave me a list of people not to fight, but, um, yeah, that, that guy, yeah, you're, tough. you're a tough guy for doing that there. Crazy. Hey, I wanted to ask you, Freddie, for, yeah. for me – you know, my first when I when I saw Mike Medano in warm up, my tenth game, and I got a little starstruck. But there was one guy that I, when I got on the ice for for the first time, Ovechkin. I was like, I probably shouldn't be out here against this guy. Like, was there a guy that first of all when you got in the league that maybe you're like, wow, this guy's better than I even thought, or you're a little starstruck? Did you ever have that early in your career? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm trying to think like all the guys, uh, like Crosby, uh, for sure, Kane. I, being from St. Louis, I was actually a big Patrick King guy. I, I did have his jersey in my room. Um, flipped the other way, though, so it said 88 Kane. Uh, <laughs> but I think it was signed. And so Kane, I always loved watching Kane. So that was pretty cool, uh, playing against him and taking face-offs against him. Uh, I got a good OV story because uh, I kind of – my first year I was just kind of doing everything to try to make it. Every time you got the puck, I would try to hit him as hard as I can. He's pretty solid. Yeah. And uh, we kind of – that was that bubble year, so we, we were playing them a lot. Um, and so it was funny. Like, he's gave me a concussion. He's hurt my shoulder. This guy's got me pretty good on the – he got me in the in the groin, if you want to call it that, uh, one time. But it's funny because ever since I did that, it's like all of a sudden you see him when I get the puck. I'm like, ah, I woke up the wrong guy. Yeah, but, totally. uh their team had a pretty good chirp on me one time that uh like you're saying like i shouldn't be out here with them they're like uh he's got more goals than you have shifts in this league and i think it was half i think it was going halfway chirp me i was like yeah maybe i shouldn't be out here with them uh, it's all fun i think you know i think it's it's all fun in games like it's, it's cool yeah I, that, that was like a gidla back in the day for us I, kessler uh, and burrow as we go into saldo iggy i would go kess and burr if you guys fucking wake up iggy i'll fight you guys tomorrow in practice like don't get yeah. this guy don't get this guy going yeah. man just leave him alone especially if he's a little sleepy because yeah. once you woke him look out yeah it was like chara too oh it was yeah. the same way oh like just uh, stick yeah. on puck Dude, that was great the guy there was a clip of we were, we were doing that we were talking about the Luke Hughes getting bundied in the corner the second time, and then up he's like, 
Yeah, you know, if you run Char, you can expect the same thing. And our social media guy found the clip. And Alpi takes this charge out of him, falls down. And then Char gives him a couple cross checks on he's down. I'm like, yeah, just like that. Hey, I'm talking. I mean, that guy, I, I give you credit for running him, though. Well, that was when I was in Philly. I was playing a lot bigger than I actually was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's impressive. He's a big. He's, he's he runs a monster. Like, he runs how does he run those marathons? Like, he, I mean, how's his knees know. feeling? Like, you kidding me? It's impressive. <laughs> I think he just he loves working out and stuff. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a runner, so I, I can't, literally can't relate at all. No, either can I. Hey, Frank, let's talk about the. Ball. I'd rather fight ever in the league than run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, You're, you can put me in that same Seriously. category. Bring him on. Bring on yeah. Revo. I'd rather take on Revo than have to run a marathon. Yeah. But. Let's talk about, let's talk about, I mean, you're a typical Boston Bruin and, and I used to love playing that rink. Uh, let's talk about the fans and then how nice is it when you hear that wing, your wind song is unbelievable. Hey, eh? I love that yeah. song when it comes on, but just talk about the fans and playing in front of them every night. Cause it's gotta be awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, uh, like I said, I won't say the player's name, but there's a bunch of guys that always come up like after games, you know, I see them. It's a St. Louis kid or, uh, kids that play with in the past, you know, you, the hallway talk after and um like everyone always brags like how it gets them even going how you show up in warm-ups it's always usually like um you know pre-packed and the, the atmosphere is always a, it's really like a saturday night yeah pretty much every night there no matter who you play so it, it makes it pretty easy um i probably take it for granted just because i've only played here uh but even like last year uh on the road there'd be times like uh we score and you would think we're at home. Like it's the Bruins fans travel pretty well. And uh, yeah, TD Garden's an awesome place. Uh, the only problem is if it rains, I think the ice gets a little bad. Uh, I got that subway underneath. <laughs> get, the, uh, get the, you know, the moisture going. Is that, what, I, that. Is that what it is? There's a couple nights in Boston. My legs weren't moving very good. Yeah, yeah. We'll blame it on the ice. Yeah. yeah. Blame it on the subway. I'm like, I'm driving to the rink, it's raining. I'm like, oh, no. Like, this is going to be a battle. <laughs> Hey, Freddie, I, yeah, I was, it's an awesome place to play. Yeah, I was lucky enough to play in Vancouver for a couple of years, but I, I guess what I'm asking is what's it like day-to-day -day living in Boston? You sent me your address. I'm going to send you some swag. You're living in Southie. Like, what's it like being a Bruin in that city? Do you, do you get recognized a lot, or do they, do they leave you alone, or, or what's your day-to-day -day stuff like as a B? Yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, people are uh, all really nice to me. Um, uh, people, I think people recognize. It just depends, like hit or miss. Like the other day, I was having breakfast uh, by myself, uh, like before we like hit the road or something. And, um, you know, people came up to me, started taking photos before I know it. I was like, geez, I'm not that cool. I was like, taking <laughs> photos with everyone. The waiters like tell me I'm a celebrity. I'm like, I'm really not. Uh, but it's just hit or miss. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good town. Like the people all pretty respectful. My neighbors watch, you know, the people that live in my building all watch my games and support me. And, uh, it's a, it's a cool town to play in for sure. It was probably the next morning after you grabbed Truba, right? They probably were all like, "Let's." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they're all like, "Oh, you live in Southie? That's awesome!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I said when you sent me your address. I'm like, "Fuck it, Southie, out of boy." I yeah. respect that. Yeah, yeah. Third year in Southie, it's a good yeah. place to live. It's not like the movies, though. It's no, pretty, I know. Um, we uh, commercialized we spent, now. We spent some time in Southie with our boy Eddie Mack and uh, Brian Berard and Matty Fernandez. Southies, there's some nice bars in there. I've had some good times in Southie. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I some nights I'm I'm going out in these bars, and the next day I'm eating breakfast in the morning. There, it's like a two for one. <laughs> it's like, geez, I eat here you're too like, much to be you're going like, out hey, here. You're like, so I left much. my I left my wallet here last night, boys. But I'll take that <laughs> I'll take that omelet too while you're at it. But my wallet in that omelet, yeah. please. 
just keep the tab running for tomorrow morning. Freddie, yeah. you guys, you guys got a great bench boss, uh, Monty, right? He's, uh, I had him in Dallas in training camp and then the guys in St. Louis, uh, they absolutely loved him as an assistant coach, but what, what's been his like secret sauce to getting you guys just literally to play your best hockey every night. Like you guys show up, you guys don't take days off. Um, you know, you lost your leader and we'll get into that this year, but like, w what is it about his leadership and his qualities that, that get you guys to show up and just play Bruins hockey every night? Yeah. I mean, besides like, uh, the actual like, X's and O's that he's really good at, like, um, he's like a good, um, I guess you'd call him like a people reader or like, uh, you know, he, he knows who to like, how to talk to like certain guys, even like you can see it with, uh, uh, just different people. If he, whoever he's talking about, he can be, you know, he's a guy's guy and he can, you know, be in the sauna and, and just be, you know, the coolest guy in the world telling funny stories, being a great guy. And then, you know, when he's coaching you, he, he can figure out whose buttons to push and, and that stuff. And then he's also actually a really good motivator. Um, like last year we were, we were winning a good, you know, we were going on some streaks there and he would kind of come in and be like, I, I don't know what to say right now. And then all of a sudden he, he shows up at you know at the 5:30 meeting, or and uh, he's getting all the guys riled up about something. So uh, that stuff, he's really good, and he's just a, he's honestly just a really good person, and I think everyone wants to do all well for him. So I want to ask you, yeah, Monty's a great guy. I got to meet him last year at the All Star Game. The Updog, he, he, he Updog, he said you made that team in Dallas. By the way, he did right. He said, he said you made yeah, that team. He screwed. Said, he said Updog, I wish I could have picked up. <laughs> I said, Monty, you would have been singing. You would have been singing a different tune by Thanksgiving, bro. You'd be like, "Fuck this up, show." <laughs> hey, I want to ask you about Cam Neely, um, legend, uh, nice actor in Dumb and Dumber. Kick his ass, Steve Ass. Love that yeah. scene. But, but how much? How much do you talk to Cam? How much he's around? I, I know he loves your game because you're you're a throwback. But, but how much do you see Cam? And how much is he around the boys? Uh, yeah, he's around a good bit. Um, he's on the road uh, a good amount as well. Um, I talked to Cam a good bit just about, um, like you said, kind of the way I play and stuff. And, and sometimes he might um, – uh, he, he's actually done a really good job. He's helped me this year. At the beginning of the year, I was struggling a little bit, and, and he'll pull me in. And I've actually watched a couple clips with him and stuff, and he'll kind of uh, give me his mind of what he thinks. And um, I, I I really like Cam Neely. He's, he's helped me. It's, as weird as it sounds, like you don't hear that much as a president, but – He's really helped me as a hockey player, so yeah, uh, I can't say enough good things. And he obviously in Boston, it's crazy uh, how big of a legend uh, he is here. I think there's more Cam Neely jerseys than uh, just. I mean, he's up there with everyone, so it's pretty cool. Absolutely, he's a he's a stud. Um, Patrice Bergeron, a guy that uh, listen playing against him, it was like. I mean, it was like going to war every night. The guy, you couldn't get anything. I never made a mistake. You couldn't eh? get anything by. Everyone draw. Make a mistake, bud. Turn one he over. Blocks every shot. Turn one over. Fuck. He did everything perfect. He's he's literally Mr. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you're like get out of the shooting lane. All right, I just want to get one through here. Let me just see if I can get one through. I, I, what did you learn from him in your short time playing with him? Um, what do you miss about him being around the rink? What was, you know, what, what what's it like Bruins hockey without Patrice Bergeron right now? Uh yeah, I mean. Uh, we for sure miss him. Uh, we've actually, he's actually been around the rink quite a bit. Uh, it's nice to have him. Uh, I don't not start any rumors. I think he's done, but I, I, <laughs> I, don't know. I, he's itching, right? I don't know, but he, I think he likes to be around the rink and everywhere. It's, it's always awesome when you see him walk in, but you're right. He's kind of, his hair is always perfect. He's yeah. always dressed, dressed well. I don't think he owns a pair of sweats. Um, 
and uh, he's he's a real he's actually I don't know if people know but he's actually sneaky sneaky really funny, um, you know uh, he does a good job at the rookie party and all this stuff. Uh, he, he's usually the number one star. Uh, I mean he's on the ice and off the ice. He's just uh, like just an incredible person. Like uh, he's always reaching out. Um, I feel like if you could if he if I text him right now he'd respond in two minutes and and be there for someone if if, if you need it so. Um, but what I learned, like on the ice realm, uh, that he, that he's never going to be duplicated. I mean, even in practice, like you think he has one hand on a stick and he's, he's taking the puck off you. Uh, like, you know, you're thinking it's like a Wednesday skate. We we're game, we're 30 games in and boom, pucks off other way. Uh, it's just how he is. I don't know. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, like like I just from an outsider guy that played against him, like what what is day to day stuff? Just just comes in, probably a ritual, just a machine. I like that you said that he's a funny guy because that's what hockey's all about, in my opinion. You got yeah. if you can't laugh in the dressing room, where can you laugh? But was he just a machine day to day, or did 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 he know his body and, and know exactly what he needed to do? Yeah, he did. I mean, uh, he is a machine in the sense he was always there. You know, he was always first guy there. Uh, uh, he, and and Marshy too. They're kind of you see him around like Marshy's an animal as well. Like works out more than the whole team combined. But uh, yeah, he was like his last year. Uh, Bergie was definitely uh, taking you know some more maintenance days and getting more like body work and stuff. It seemed like. But I mean, the guy plays like twenty minutes. He was playing twenty something minutes a night, every night, taking everything off. Like it's it's pretty impressive. But yeah, you could see he definitely had like. The same, he's you can tell he's a routine guy for sure. Um, but yeah, and he's true pro, always on time, you know, always uh warming up in the in the morning, kind of always first got to warm up, always finishing the warm up. And uh, it's someone that uh, it's kind of like the Bruins, like you know, you look at this year that we're doing well a little bit without them, and um, it's just kind of like the pass down that they've been able to do, I feel like, with the cold. Like guys who are new always come in they're like man like seems like everyone wants me to do well i've never been on a team where like you know guys are like so happy that i got a point it's just like I don't, i've never been on our team so i don't know but everyone that comes from another team is always and that's people like him that speaking about being on time this this could happen to anybody uh jake debrus i love this kid's game i love that he fucking made you know maybe what, what happened in la we don't need to get into but i i love this kid's game man <laughs> He's an old school guy. I, I love his dad what he does in Edmonton for the play by play. But but how good of a guy is this yeah. guy? Because I love the way he plays and your guys' games kind of feed off of each other. But I'm a big fan of Jake DeBrusque. Yeah. Uh Jay's awesome. He's an interesting guy. Um he's kind of one of those guys, um, when he gets hot, he, he's super hot. Uh he's not a real player. He's uh you know, when he's like hurt or he's missing, you, you know, you miss that in the locker room, that energy, uh, the joking around, the, the lightheartedness, uh, the way he carries himself. Um, everyone loves JD, obviously, like you're saying, <laughs> you're kind of laughing at that. I think it was a pretty innocent thing. I think uh, it was really, there was nothing really there other than the kid likes to sleep a lot and his hours of sleeping are, are hey, a been, little bit different. I've, Freddie, I've been there, uh, babe. I've been there, buddy. I've been yeah, there. I've, I've, I've been there too. It's I've been like, there. Just the timing of all of it. Uh, you know, everyone has those and some people can sometimes get away with it or and some people catch on that earlier and sometimes some people get screwed. So You know, you know what's uh, funny about that though? is like, if, if, that, if, if he would have if he would have slept in in Columbus, there would have been nothing to it, eh? But when you sleep in in L.A., it's like, oh boy, 
How am I gonna how am I gonna explain this one? I swear, boys, I was just sleeping. I swear my alarm clock didn't go off, but uh <laughs> Uh, listen, buddy, we're, we're big fans of you here at Missing Curfew. We appreciate you taking the time. We know how hectic the season can be. Uh, keep it going, fella. I love the way you play the game, and, and have a great uh, Merry Christmas and, and Happy New Year's and all that stuff, fella. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. Have a great Christmas as well. Appreciate it. Up dog, my man, the Bat Blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals, Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Uh, up dog, thanks to Freddie. Great kid. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you, 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 uh, for me, it's he loves the way he plays the game, right? Like, he 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 talked about getting in a fight, how some days you don't have your legs or you're not into it, and he loves going out in it and talking about his brother and him fighting with the He's like, it actually got kind of out of control, or what do you say, pretty extreme? Yeah, uh, just a great to kid. the point where my mom knew that, you know, he was the only one that could really kick my ass that hard. So it didn't matter who I was going to fight in the NHL. Yeah, I, I love the fact uh, instead of running a marathon, he'd rather fight everyone. Yeah. All 700 guys. <laughs> That was a great way. To He's like, line them up. Because I hate running too, so I, I touch on that. Um, listen, no, great kid. Uh, I love the he dove back into the St. Louis days. And and I just, from from the inside, you know, from the outside looking in at all these young players in the U.S. program and where they come from and, uh, you know, and the, and the guys around them, you know, like Jim Hughes, for example, with his sons and, and Big Walt with his kids and the McInnes in St. Louis. But the St. Louis... You know, that, that faculty of guys that are around there, man, you could just see what it, it bled into the way they play, the oh. way they, the way they are as young adults, the way they are as young men. Um, they all play the game tough. They all have some great skill and they look like great teammates. And yeah. that's, um, that says a lot about, you know, their, their youth and where they are as a, as a program. And this is a great kid. Yeah, that's well said. And if you're from St. Louis and you look at the guys you have in the league right now with the way they act. I mean, they should be proud of that city. Obviously, it starts with all the parents and, and all the uh, way they were brought up. But these kids are representing St. Louis very well. And I listen, I'm, I'm going to send them some. Mer I'm going to send them some Mr. Curfew swag. I'm sending them a rest as a weapon because he talked about sauna, cold tubs, and steamers about ten times. He's like, yeah, I know, have a nice steamer, have a nice cold tub, hey, little sauna. Yeah, he, he's learning quick. He likes to recover. It's learning quick. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have those young guys on too, right? To 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 talk to the younger generation to see what they're thinking and. Uh, hockey guys are the best. So, uh, thanks to Freddie. We're pulling for him. Uh, up dog. Happy New Year's, my man. Uh, can't wait for what 2024 brings for us here at Mr. Curfew. Uh, Maxi Hall Pass Media. Thank you. Everyone out there, have a great New Year's. Get a good buzz going. But uh, don't do anything me and the up dog wouldn't do. Happy New Year's, fella. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar, club or better yet on the golf course and you look over at the fellas to order something and they all freeze up well i'd tell them hey boys loosen up but what would you do fella exactly have some confidence fellas or as jaggermeister calls it confidence. if everyone's struggling here's what you do just order for the table a round of ice cold jaggermeister shots damn that's cold because apparently up dog We've all been drinking Jägermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jägermeister, they
They want it at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Oves, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice, cold, shoddy Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers with ice-cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister U.S., White Plains, New York. 